my God, you know, I fucking rather join ISIS than move to L.A. This is a test. This station was conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. Concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system. So, quite a short episode for you today. A good one, though, I think, with Andres Tyrone Spenson. You might know him as simply Dragon. From Swedish garage rock pioneers, the helicopters. And also, because to paraphrase John Bon of Jovi, he'll sleep when he's dead, the Backyard Babies. During our conversation, Dragon reveals information about the future of both bands, but the principal reason why I'm speaking to him today is because on February 16th, the former are releasing what they're calling the revisited version of their 1999 album, the third in their discography, Grande Rock which is a record that Dragon didn't play on the first time round. This time he has, and said reissue comes packaged with not only the original version, wall-to-wall guitars, baby, but a new one, the revisited version, with Dragon playing on it, and I-M-A-O, a much more nuanced mix, and one that reveals what great songs were on display way back in 1999, only you can hear them now. They're not buried under a slab of filth and distortion. I like Dragon a lot, he made me laugh a lot, I liked his approach to life and to music making, and I do hope you enjoy this episode as brief as it is. Hey, I just wanted to say that I'm sorry that on the last couple of episodes there's been a bit of hiss on my vocals and intros to the episodes. I mucked around with my mic a bit over Christmas and I didn't realise that the seconds were off until I'd published a few episodes. I don't think they negate the content of those episodes and I'm having to fight my OCD not to go back into the audio files and re-record my vocals, but I just wanted to point out that I've noticed and i fixed, I'm still kind of fixing, but it's better than it was, the problem might end, thanks for bearing with me. I record this podcast in my spare room, you can often hear the cars and an awful lot of police cars and ambulances, I live in late in East London, not the Bronx, not that you'd know from listening, driving past my window, and yet despite that I'm just always trying to find ways to make the best sound podcast I possibly can, I'll keep trying to do that. And also, just before I get into the episode, I invite you to do two things. One, please do consider leaving me a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify. It makes me ridiculously happy knowing that people are enjoying the podcast. And two, consider subscribing to the podcast Patreon, link in the show notes. Your support helps me keep a roof over my head and buy sweets. I love sweets. Even more so having somewhere to live, but I do love sweets. Do you know, just let me know that I do love sweets. Thank you. But first, here's Dragon. Let's go! Cool, let's jump in. So, uh, yeah, how was your new year? 
New Year was good. It was kind of calm, actually. I was out um, in the countryside just chilling. It, it's it's a bit of a ice age in Sweden right now. It's like the coldest winter in, I think, 28 years or something. So it's um, so I'm looking out my window right now. It's minus 16 Celsius here. So, yeah. Man, I, I went to Gothenburg. It's the only time I've ever been to Sweden. I went to Gothenburg to interview in flames years back, and it was the it was the coldest I've ever been anywhere on the planet. And it was in Jan- it was in January, so I can yeah. imagine I can imagine if it's colder than that, then wow. It is, but but the thing is that now it's kind of like you know it's it's dry cold, so it's not actually you know like Gothenburg. It's fucking you know it's it's kind of like by the water. Well, I mean Stockholm as well, but it's it's. Um, it's got a bit of a more of a moist, I think, in Gothenburg. So it it doesn't matter what kind of clothes. Yeah, it's actually it's a bit like uh, Britain. <laughs> well, I, mean, I got uh, it, It's a different kind of freezing when you tour in in England and and the UK in in general. I think. Well, what do you mean? I don't know. It's some kind of like wet shit that just goes through <laughs> any fucking clothing. It doesn't matter what wind jackets, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody. That's why everybody looks like fucking oasis over there. It's like it's only like parkas and and mold against mold and, and wetness. <laughs> well, this is a fantastic start that you slagged off the entire um, population of the UK. No, uh, I didn't. I mean, I, I like it, you know, but it's it's just um, it's it it is uh, here. It's fucking freezing and dark and and really cold. But I'm just saying that the UK, it's, it's a different kind of yeah. Cold. You know, yeah. there's always it's degrees in hell. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Have you ever lived outside of Sweden? Uh, no, I live in Stockholm. I live in Stockholm. Yeah, but have you ever lived anywhere? I mean, I mean, I always think oh. with the, I always think with the music that you make, it's like your spiritual home is is LA. Have you ever thought about living somewhere warm? Oh my God! You know, I fucking rather join ISIS than move to LA. <laughs> Yeah, I feel the same. <laughs> you know, like uh, no America. It's not. You know, I I love touring there. I love the American people, but I no, I could never live over there. Like the social yeah. security and shit. I mean, it's uh, it's not. I'm I'm good in Sweden, man. That's um, yeah. But I mean, you know, like um, I'm born in south of Sweden. Well, not really south, but like actually in between. If you know, like by the end, down south in Sweden, it's it's a town called Malmo, oh, which yeah. is near like, Copenhagen in Denmark. So actually, between Malmo and Stockholm, that's where I'm born. And actually, everybody in my, you know, in Backyard Babies, that band, my other band, uh, we are all from that same area. So, yeah. Yeah. But we moved to Stockholm in 1994. So we've been here for quite a while. Yeah. My knowledge, my geography, I was I was rubbish at geography at school, but my knowledge of where places are is all... Uh, on the back of my music fandom or football fandom, so Mal, yeah. Mal, Mal, Malmo is like Zlatan, right? Zlatan, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, I mean, come on, yeah. I mean, I, I was doing, you know, I, I really made a, a fool on myself because you know, last time we played in Manchester, uh, I was just dying for a cigarette before the show, and and you know, and it was. I mean that was great. It was a cry. It was totally packed the place, and and I just needed to get a smoke. I, I could feel like somebody smoking in here, and it was like the the um, the crew that were you know the local crew that was working at the, I think it's called the Ritz or something in Manchester. All right, and, and, and that was just when when Slatan signed to Manchester United. I think he played there for yeah for a while. 
So, so, so that's, you know, I, I went down to the guys and they were there smoking. I was like, Hey man, can I, can I have a ciggy down with you guys? And it's like, they were like all grumpy. No, no. I was like, I was, well, you know, I'm from Sweden, you know, you boys just, uh, you just, uh, signed up with Slatan, you know? So, you know, let me have a ciggy. And both, both guys were just like pulling up their arms. It says like Manchester city tattoos. Oh <laughs> man, man. Wow. Uh, but you know, after some convention, I, I, I still, I had a smoke with them, so yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. So, listen, I, uh, I mean, the reason why we're talking really is because of um, the reissue. Yes, I. Well, I guess, I guess the, I guess the first question is why, why did the band want to reissue that record? Well, I mean. First of all, it's kind of like it's it's kind of a long story, but you know, it it was for me, for everybody, it was kind of like a luxury problem, you know, uh, because I was in two bands. I was in the Backyard Babies and the Helicopters, and both bands took off at the same time. So it was basically, you know, you know, it was impossible for me to keep going, you know, with both bands at the same time, and we were just starting to rehearse and write for this album called Grand A Rock, and this was uh, around '98. Uh, it came out in 99. Uh, so uh, I had to leave the band before actually they start recording it. So they recorded it without me on guitar. So it was, uh, and they didn't take in another guitarist. It was actually Nicky Anderson and Boba Fett, the, the piano player, that uh, they are playing all the guitars on the original version. And then, you know, years and years later, um, I released an autobiography here in Sweden. Uh, <laughs> and I think that the other guys didn't really know that the question from the journalist was that is there anything in your life that you kind of regret you know i'm like i'm not i'm not really that kind of guy but it would be re- i'm really curious and i really wanted to hear what grander rock would sound with me on guitar you know yeah and at the same time this was before internet and sending files and stuff so the helicopters they recorded the album and then they just took off uh, for a, an australian tour so uh, they just left you know, the tapes with a mixing guy. And, you know, back then, like I said, you, you couldn't just send a file and, and listen to it down in Australia. You know, you had to be in the studio more or less or send the, the fucking tapes. Yeah. They were, you know, two-inch tapes. So, and when they came back, you know, they most more or less, it was already pressed, more or less, the, the album. And they were not really, they weren't so happy with the mix, so to say. So now, years later, the rights, you know, from the master came back to the band. And we, and you know, suddenly, you know, the guys just knocked on my door one day and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I, they just had a pile of two inch tapes, you know, and it's like, hey, here you go. Put your fucking guitar on this now. So, well, so, so, so the interesting thing is having this morning, I was listening to the, uh, the new version and the original version kind of back to back. The thing mm-hmm. that's so interesting to me about you putting your stamp on it in this mm-hmm. new version is that that original version is all guitar. Like it's so, it's it's like a wall of sound. It's like a wall of guitars. And yeah. yet you're and yet you've come in as a guitarist, but as well as you being on it, I think that the biggest difference is it just sounds like it's been mixed properly. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think it, it's a different kind of like wall of sound because now you can actually hear everything. I mean. <sighs> Back in the day, you know, we always said, you know, not more guitars. We love guitars. And, you know, nobody, you know, it's still, it was still never enough guitars, you know. But, I mean, I guess that we we just found a mixing guy back then that really took, you know, 
he took it for words, you know. So, so I mean, you know, we all love guitars, but you know, to be a bit, you know, to be honest with you, it, it is quite, you know, it, it's sometimes nice to hear some of the drums as well, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I think that now it, it, it's got a bit more of the dynamics. And, and also it's so weird for us to do this because, well, for, for the people watching this, it's kind of like, you know, you get a double album. So you, you get the original version that is remastered, which is not, we haven't been going with any mixing. No, I haven't touched it, but it's just a little fine touch on the, the, the master, so to say, remastered. And then we actually, like I said, you know, we um, I added guitar to the album and we mixed it in Berlin in Hansa Studios with uh, Michael Ilbert. So I, I just think that, you know, the new, well, the re revisited version, the new version, so to say, I think it's it actually, it fits in a bit more. It's, to, to me, to be honest, it sounds more like a helicopter's album than the yeah. other one. Yeah. But, both of them and, and actually this is so weird because it's such a it's such a clash here because i i actually hate when bands do like this you know don't touch things that's been you know uh so but I, on the other hand you know that's why we give them you know if you don't like it you can listen to the original you know so you, you get kind of like both yeah also, it, it is that this has been kind of like you know this hasn't been on spotify for forever and 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 you know the the vinyl version it already, you know, sold out back in 1999. So it's been really hard for fans to get a hold of, you know. So that's also a thing, you know, to make it kind of like available again on, on vinyl. And and now it's coming out on Spotify and all that, you know, or yeah. and all the digital platforms. Yeah, so one of the things I think is interesting about the Helicopters discography is that, and I, I don't think you're alone in this. I think a lot of a lot of bands do this. But, you know, when you started out, it was quite kind of... Uh, I don't know, like it, it, it was as much garage rock as it was rock, if that makes sense. And then, kind of as the years pass, like just like any band would become more accomplished, there's more textures and and, and more kind of colours to the palette. And I yeah. think what's interesting is when you, in this in this revisited version is that it's clear that the songs were really good. It's just that you couldn't really hear them because there was just this barrage of guitars. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I, I can, yeah, well, thank you so much. I mean, and, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm actually getting, well, I'm humbled that you say that because it, it is, um, we actually at one point when we mixed it, we were like looking at ourselves, well, this is a, there were some pretty good songs on this one. Yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that it's still really like, I think that the, the, the new version, the Grand Rock Revisited, it, it's still, you know, it's a wall of sound, but it's still got some kind of, dynamics but it's still like action rock in a way you know so. yeah when you were off doing you know because i always felt like knowing a bit about your career like it yeah. always felt like you were conflicted in a sense because you had these two bands that were doing very well and like one's like your friends from you know your friends that you grew up with and then the other one is like a, a you know band that sort of catches some heat and and takes off like when you went off to do when you went off to focus just on backyard babies and you you know you stayed friends with the people in the helicopters and they released this record did yep. you have any opinions on it sort of like almost being the sort of ex-girlfriend and kind of just checking in on what they were doing no well actually not you know the, the weird thing for me there was that that for the first time you know from being like a founding member of the helicopters i was actually you know 
years later, I found myself in, you know, the first row and becoming a fan, you know, and going and actually see the shows, you know. So uh, I think, you know, it, it's weird, but, you know, it all came out like a, like a fucking Hollywood movie in a way, you know, like, you know, it's kind of like it's it's really it is kind of like the circle is it, it's like with all these problems and stuff, you know, in a way, I'm happy because if I would stay in the band, who knows, you know, maybe we would have maybe we would have moved to L.A. and just I don't know what, you know, that that wouldn't have been good for our livers and shit, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I you know, some, you know, we were tired of touring. We took a break with the band and then. Then you know, I came back, uh, and, and everything is just like a, like I said, it's like a Hollywood movie ending. You know, it's and now, and you know, and, and then then we're releasing this album now that it's some kind of like, uh, uh, and I think it, it it's it's actually makes kind of like a, it's not just releasing like an old album. It actually, like you said, I, I think personally, it, it still can make a difference today, even that it's that old because it. I think that when you play the revisited version, it's um, you know the, the the songs are there, you know it, it's still holding up yeah, and it sounds good. And at the same time, that's why I gotta leave uh, not not too soon, but quite soon to um, rehearsals because we're already working on um, the new album, so uh, the new helicopters album. So we're gonna start recording this spring. Nice. Yeah. Well, no, it's good that you teed that up because that's what I was gonna ask. So uh, the song's all written. Yeah, I mean, you know, man, I don't know what, what what's happened with, with Nick Anderson because, you know, he, he's just normally, you know, bands or whatever, songwriters, whatever, they peak when they're like in their, I don't know, 25, 30s, and then it's just fucking slowly downhill. And, <laughs> right, right. and, and you know, but, you know, that guy is just like spitting out songs now. It's crazy. Uh, and, and, you know, that that's also like a really, we don't really do this because, you know, it, it, you know, we're having a, a great time uh, playing together again, and there's there's something weird with the helicopters because there's that's not really we never discuss anything like we should do an album like this or we should do like that. It just comes kind of like natural, uh, and you know, um, well, I think that's that's one thing. I mean, at least for us, I think it 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 would be really hard for us to fake that we are having fun and that we that we are enjoying this you know uh, has, so. there ever, has there ever been i mean you know what you say makes sense because the music that you've made with both your bands and other projects i mean it's sort you know it's high energy rock and roll it's like it it wouldn't, yeah. work, it wouldn't work if you were looking at your shoes and moping but has, <laughs> has, has there ever been a period in, in your bands where i don't know you haven't you haven't been able to keep that lust for life that is crucial to the music you make I think that you know. I guess that somewhere we are professionals as well. So, so I can like you know, you know. Of course, I mean I can't lie. Like, of course, gig three is a bit more fun than gig eighty seven in fucking Idaho when you've been in a bus play, playing bowling alleys in in uh, you know in America for three months. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, when you're when you're twenty five, you know, you have that. You can just like stamp up that smile and let's do it. You know. But but you know, we're all passing. Everybody's been passing 50 years now. So I guess that, you know, uh, the body kind of like it's, uh, <laughs> you're not 25 anymore. So I think that the, the thing that with the helicopters is that we, we we could play 365 days a year. We could, you know, be on tour constantly. But kind of like, you know, 
with that said, you know, we've been doing this for like 30 years uh, and we know that, you know, gig, like I said, gig 68, it's not really, it's not so much fun. So we kind of like, we are not touring that much. We, we try to keep it at almost like maximum two, two weeks, you know, and, and, and not to do too much. So, so everybody's really like, you know, in a good mood for doing it, you know, and stuff. So we we rather nowadays do stuff that we really, that we want to do, you know, instead of just doing, we already done that for 30 years. So yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same now with, you know, festivals, we could play, I don't know, 50 festivals, but probably it's just going to turn out to be like 10 because it's, um, yeah. Are you, are you still playing with Michael Monroe or is that? No, I'm not. Um, uh, that was like when, well, we did the same thing with Backyard Babies because um, we were touring constantly, nonstop, and sometimes you just need a well-deserved break like we have now. It's more or less uh, half permanent vacation. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because it's kind of like, it, well, at least for us, it's hard to um, to fake, kind of like, and to write songs when you're not into really make songs, you know. So, and and for us, it's always been working with just you know, keep some distance from each other and, and, you know, rest. And then suddenly you just get that, you know, jonesing for action rock again, you know. What, where, where are back your babies at? It's been a while since the record. Is it just basically? Well, it's not, not that long. I mean, it came out 2019. I mean, that's yeah. the, I mean, that was a different world. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, actually, the, the last tour we did was uh, in the UK. That was the co-headline tour with the Wild Hearts. Yeah. That's got to be like, oh, fuck, what can it be? like? That was just before Corona came, like the COVID. Was it your so fault? That's, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you filthy, uh, filthy Swedes bringing it to these uh, shores. Exactly. No, no, but that was the last one we did. So, so I mean, we, we are definitely going to go out on a tour again, but it, it's as well, you know, I don't want to do summers anymore touring with two bands. You know, I've already seen that, you know. And back in 98, I ended up in hospital, you know, with like fucking bleeding stomach and vomiting blood and stuff. And it's not fun, you know, uh, I, I'm trying to, you know, uh, I don't need to do that. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to focus on the new album with the helicopters and doing the festival summer. And then maybe, we, you know, the helicopters is going to take a well-deserved holiday break for a year. And then we're going to then we're going to do a new Backyard Babies album. And I, I'm up. I'm writing stuff for my new, next solo album as well. So, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this before we wrap up because I know that you need to get out the yep. door. But yep. you it seems like you have a really good attitude on like a, a good work ethic, but also being realistic about actually how much you can do, which I find is as someone that doesn't have that, what what's the secret? Is it the fact that, you know, you had you went too hard when you were younger and then you had to learn these lessons or Oh well, I mean, we're a bit lucky as well that we everybody's still alive. Well, not everybody in the bands, but you know, uh, yeah, it's been kind of rough. But at the same time, I think that you know we <laughs> that we've been maybe doing it like full on the hallway, and when it's been like really down periods, that you kind of like listen to yourself in a way, you know, and uh, and a little bit of therapy on that, and then we're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll bear that in mind. Thank you for your uh, thank you for you for your advice. Well, listen, I really I really like what you've done to uh, the revisited version. I think that it's really brought out the 
it's really brought out what good songs they were, even though it was so long ago and so early in the helicopters run. So, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that was episode 225. Thanks to Dragon for the chat. Thanks to Claire Harris for hooking us up. The theme tune is by the band this. And I'll see you soon.